0: Hey, everybody. My name is Seth Weiner, and I am your rockshiner. Welcome back to Coffee Connections. It's been a little while. It's been a couple weeks since uh, we've done our last Coffee Connections, and the good news is I was busy, uh, and I needed a minute to catch up, but I've got a full season this summer already booked. Stay tuned. At the end, I'm going to tell you each and all of our guests coming up, or just go to coffeeconnections.live, live where not only can you see all of our upcoming guests, but you can see our entire catalog of all almost 50 coffee connections we've had. And if you dig through them, you're going to find a plethora of insights. I hope everyone's having a good summer. I know if you're in Atlanta, you're like summer. I mean, it's I'm building an arc. It's raining every day. It's nuts, but that's okay. Right. We need the water. Uh, I know that the, uh, The birds are loving it if the rain stops the birds chirp i'm happy if you can see the the uh, bamboo forest in front of me you know what i'm talking about uh all right well again it's a pleasure to be back uh and um i know that many of you all are on break but those of you in the nonprofit world uh don't give up on fundraising this summer if you've taken a year off do something this summer you have a nice big backyard throw a backyard party raise some money in a fun interactive way And I share this on my newsletters and I share it on my blog. I'll share it on my social media. I'll provide you with several different ideas, such as the margarita making contest that I put out there this week of how easy it is to engage with your supporter base, reconnect people, socially distance if you need to, outdoors, whatever you're most comfortable doing, uh, and raise a little bit of money, raise awareness, and bring your community back together. And as you're planning your fall and your spring fundraisers, don't forget this guy right down here. Yourrockshiner.com. That's me. Uh, I'm here to help you. I'm doing free consultations all summer. I'm more than happy to share ideas with you. Thirty minutes, yours free, uh, and I'm happy. Just and also, I love meeting people. So let's have some. Let's have a virtual coffee, shall we? Now it's talking about virtual coffee. Today's guest is Ivory Cloud, the founder and executive director of Dreams of Lois. Now Ivory is a wife, mother educator and uh and community outreach activist she's married to dr cloud and they have two lovely daughters chastity and get this folks charity totally makes sense when you when we talk to ivory here um excuse me both her daughters or their daughters are the driving force behind dreams of lois incorporated and dream cloud sleepwear we'll talk more about that ivory is an exceptional education teacher and small business owner with a strong passion for teaching educating and empowering the community she was raised by her father who after losing her mother at the age of nine she grew up in an all-male household her motivation is to provide girls and all children with an opportunity to embrace who they are and empower them with the proper support they need to become confident successful young ladies and young men of distinction her um, her passion for this uh, and her, of, of supporting the community in any way possible uh, started what is now Dreams of Lois over 10 years ago in honor of her mother. And again, her mother passed away when she was nine of breast cancer. And get this, folks, her mother passed away on Mother's Day. She passed away so, uh, so young she couldn't fulfill her dream at 34 years old. Ivory enjoys helping others fulfill their dreams as a way of making sure her mother's dreams continue. So with, I'm going to go ahead and bring her in. Now, bear with me. It's been a minute since I've done this. Here we go. Uh, please welcome Ivory. Ivory, how are you?
1: Hello. How are you today? I'm so excited to be on Hoppy oh.
0: Connections. Oh, wait a second. You got a mug. Let's see. Let's uh, Let's see this mug. What is that?
1: Yes it says wow it says mom turned upside down as wow and i was gifted this bug by my beautiful daughters oh, so lovely. it means so much to me
0: yes when did they give you that
1: they gave it to me i believe it was for my birthday this year um so it's just so important my favorite color is pink and they know i love to have hot coffee and hot tea so it just means so much to me
0: hot coffee hot tea so when you t- do your coffee what's your what's your go-to
1: my go-to i like a um a donut shop blend with maybe a little bit of caramel macchiato in there.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Are you you a coffee shop drinker, or do you you prefer bringing it home?
1: I prefer bringing it at home. Yeah? Yeah, it's just a little easier for me sometimes because my mornings are so rushed. So if I can get it done in the morning on the way out, it's perfect.
0: Okay. Uh, And um, do you do cream? Do you do soy milk, almond milk? What's your flavoring if you put any in there?
1: The cream that I use, I love the little um basic caramel macchiato cream. Oh, okay, just put a okay, little gotcha. bit of yeah, a little bit of that in there. Nothing else, and I'm good to go. Or if it's another morning, I may like a um a peach green tea. Nothing else in it.
0: It's, peach um, green tea. That yeah. Hold on though. Hold on. Peach is a color. Green's a color. So if you put peach and green together, what does it make? Yellow and blue. I know what that makes. But what does peach and green make? <laughs> it's just a
1: bland, um a um a brand from Lipton. And it's part of their green tea brand. And um, they have a flavor that's peach. And it's really, it's just very light and refreshing. So I just love to drink
0: it. You know, and it sounds so Georgia. Georgia peaches, I get that. And Georgia is so (laughs) green, especially Atlanta.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. (laughs)
0: Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. I'm gonna go ahead and hand the mic to you. you. Will you please tell everybody about Dreams?
1: Yes, thank you so much again, Seth. I'm excited to be here and thank you for this opportunity. Um, Dreams of Lois is a nonprofit federal 501c3 organization that I started over 10 years ago in honor of my mother, Lois Marie. Um, she passed away, as you guys know, on Mother's Day at 34 years old, um, and she was an educator and sh- as well as an entrepreneur. She was a small business owner. She was opened up for her own in-home daycare um, before she got tragically ill and passed away. Um, so our mission is to give all children and families and people in the community opportunities to, to thrive no matter what obstacles they are facing. And we do these, um, we do this by various events that we hold in the community. We have many events um, throughout the month. Usually, typically we have monthly events, but um, due to COVID, we've been having bi-monthly events. The need is so great in the community right now um, that we are always hitting the ground running. Um, As soon as we finish one event, we're moving on to the next. Um, We, Dreams of Lois is not afraid to be in the trenches. We're out and about in our community, and we're face to face with our um, with the people that need us the most, almost on a daily day basis. So we're super excited. Like I said, we started Dreams of Lois over ten years ago, and um, we'll be celebrating our 11 year anniversary on in September, which is also my mother's birthday month. So um, we're just super excited to continue to thrive and grow in this community, and we also look forward to taking Dreams of Lois globally.
0: All right. Wow. Um, so, globally, huh? Um, and and so this is most are your events all in this community right now, just in Atlanta in general, or are you, have you branched out to like Athens and whatnot?
1: Um, we go all over the state of Georgia. Um, prior to COVID, we had a large event that was planned in New York City oh, well. in one of their large hospitals, but um, when COVID came, it shut down, so we were not able to service. So we're hoping, um, of course, not all the um, hospitals are ready to receive um, guests to have their um, events. So we're hoping next year, 2022, we'll be able to get up there and fulfill our dream of doing that. We were supposed to host an event at, I believe it was Stony Brook Hospital, where we're going to um, support um the patients in the breast cancer wing and we had some special gifts and um prizes and snacks and things of that nature for them but of course due to the um COVID things had to um just shut down for the moment
0: now you mentioned that you were doing these monthly and uh what i want to do here first i want to ask you a question then i want you to talk about your events that you're doing or have Absolutely. Doing. Uh, but with the monthly events that takes a lot of work how many people are involved in the organization
1: um, yes, it definitely takes a lot of work. Um, my husband, Dr. Andre Cloud, is very um, supportive. My daughters, Charity and Chastity are very supportive of the organization. I also have my, um, my brother, my dad, um, my in-laws. It takes a village. So a lot of friends and family donate a lot of their time. Mm-hmm. Um, I also had um, some students this year that helped pack some pajama packs, and I'll get into that as well. So it really takes a village. Um, my girls are in charge of um, planning the events looking at the need in the community, um, getting a connection with the community need. They have to take inventory, they have to make a list of everything that needs to go. And they also have to put the special touch of dreams, of Lois on each package, everything that we send out has to be um, approved through us and it has to go out with a purpose. And a lot of the things that they've been doing, especially things have been so hard this last year, they've been putting special inspirational notes on each item that they have been donating. So that it I, again, it takes a village.
0: So now, before we get into your the activations that you're doing and um, all the support, I want I want to paint the picture for our, our listeners and viewers here. So when we're talking about a nonprofit organization, you're the founder, executive director. You've got your family, you've got some friends. Uh, are you, is and it's been around for 11 years? Are you at the point where you have a board of directors? Uh, that are active and you, uh, development director in this sort of structure, or is it still very mom and pop?
1: It is. Even we do have a board of directors, directors that is, um, you know, pretty small, but we are also a lot of very much mom and pop. Mm-hmm. I am looking for um, operational funding to cover our overall operational costs so that way we can really devote our time full time and have a full time staff. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the people that I work with, my, my girls are full-time students and athletes. My husband is a full-time educator and investor. Um, and we, we do this. We're often, we work seven days a week and we work 15-hour days mm-hmm. just to make these events happen. So we are at a place, a turning point um, in Dreams of Lois where we're ready to um, take the next steps where we can operate on a full-time basis with the full-time staff.
0: And folks that are listening that aren't looking, I've just dropped the website, dreamsoflois.org. Definitely check out the website. We'll talk more about that in a minute, but you know, if you're Spark now and you wanna get behind them, that's where to go. Ivory, I'm gonna hand it back to you. Can you give us a, just a rundown of some of the events you've got currently going on and some of the things you've done? And just, I mean, it's a lot, you mentioned it's a lot of work. What, is, what, what, what exactly are you all doing?
1: Absolutely. It's a lot of work. So one of our first events that we started was the Mother's Day tea in honor of my mom since she transitioned on Mother's Day. So for the past 10 years, I've been putting on some sort of Mother's Day tea where people that have young adults that have lost their mothers are able to celebrate them in a positive atmosphere. Because some days um, with Mother's Day, losing your mom, that becomes an awful, awfully hard day. So we try to make sure it's a day that they're embracing their mothers and understand that they're not alone in this process. And for the past eight years, I've been hosting this event with Children's Healthcare Atlanta, where I go in on Mother's Day, Um, the families are able to come down and get a hot meal, cupcakes, popcorn, we have crafts for them, we have toiletries, things of that nature. I also have a large event, which is our annual pajama donation. annual pajama event which is in March. Um, we started this event several years ago in honor of my beautiful nephew. So we donate hundreds of pajamas. So we have donated over thousand several thousands of pajamas to show over the past eight years. Um, this is one of our signature events. We have events, I have great partnerships with Great Gateway Shelter, the Atlanta Children's Shelter. Um, I also go in and feed the first responders at Southern Regional Hospital. I work closely with Northside Hospital as well. Um, yesterday, uh, speaking of one of the events, we were in CHOLA, Children's Health Care of Atlanta. We had to pivot because of COVID. So we're no longer able to go in and put on our, our um, high level of events that we typically do, which is extremely festive and the families and the patients get to come down and just enjoy a festive time. So we have to just simply just drop off. And yesterday we were able to drop off over 300 um, items, which included snacks and water in honor of Father's Day. So we did that just yesterday afternoon. Um, next week, I'll be working closely with the Atlanta Children's Shelter and where I will be um, supplying um, hygiene products, snacks, um, food, water for um, at least 200 individuals. And that event is next week. I also have a huge event coming up in July, which has been an annual event where I donate um, hundreds of brand new books to Northside Hospital. Um, So this event, we do this every year to the NICU department. So we're actively collecting books for that event. Um, And again, my girls are in charge of let's, how can we be creative? um and help the community i also have a um large partnership with a mobile home park down on the south side of atlanta where i go in i feed their families i provide them with backpacks during back to school time. i provide them with meals during the easter um time i also provide them with toys and um clothing all these items are brand new and fresh um when we donate them um in the trenches typically i go out on um, Christmas Eve or a couple of days right before Christmas Eve to hand out the gifts to make sure that all the people that I come in contact with have something special on Christmas. So um, these events are very near and dear to my heart. Um, We take a lot of time planning um, and being creative with putting these events together to make sure that people feel special and not that it's just a handout. We want people to feel
0: like it's totally a
1: handout. We're here to support you and we're not just doing this. It's truly out
0: of love. Did I, did I miss, I think I might've wrote your name down wrong. It's not Ivory Cloud, it's Ivory Claws. (laughs) I love that. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So this is awesome, but like my mind's kind of like rattling, like where do you get, I mean, that's a lot of PJs. Uh, Where -hmm. are you getting the PJs? Where are you getting the books? Uh, You mentioned that they're a donation drive, but like how, that seems like a, a, it's a, it's one thing to say, we're going to go collect some PJs, but to collect that many. um, Correct. How do you go about that?
1: It is a definitely a mission. Um, again, we donate hundreds of pajamas twice a year in March and May for our May events with CHOA. Um, again, um, Charity and Chastity are char- in charge of getting out into community. Um, their school system helps a lot. A lot of the mayors in the county helps. A lot of churches get involved. It's a matter of getting um the need out there. I remember years ago when we started this event, my mission was just to do a few pajamas. I was so excited. I was able to receive 30 pajamas and I gave them to Cho and I, I brought popcorn and cupcakes and crafts and things of that nature. And just to watch it evolve where I'm bringing hundreds of pajamas at a time where it takes several individuals to take carloads of them, of the pajamas, because we have to take inventory.
0: New pajamas? On, or...
1: Absolutely. Everything that we donate with the Junos and Lois are brand new um, uh-huh. because of um, the need in the
0: hospital. We can't give anything um, so talk because about of that. the health concerns. You're talking about children's hospitals. So are, these yes. are children's pajamas.
1: Yes, children's pajamas. But they are, remember, at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta, they can serve um, individuals up to 18 years of age. So okay. we That's we collect to me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so we collect pajamas from um, from newborns to 18 years of age. And some of the individuals that are um, older
0: teenagers love the sweatsuits. So those work pretty well with them. Um, now, you, why, why pajamas, though? Like what, what was what was the need? Where, how did you discover the need for pajamas?
1: The need for pajamas was um, it's just something that came to us. Mm -hmm. I know um, and my husband and I both know the joy that pajamas brings to our girls and my girls, our girls wanted to do something special and always loved and they still do picking out brand new pajamas. Um, they go into the store during the different seasons and get to pick out the patterns and um, they love the textures and things of that nature. And so they wanted to do something special. So they started, you know, we started saving our money. They saved their money and they love to go shopping every year. So that's how it originally started with them shopping for the pajamas. And then we started asking for the community response. And um, we are one of the first, if not the first, organization to host the pajama event on the scale that we do. Because mind you, it's not just hey, we're going to give you these pajamas. We put on a full-scale event where they come down there and they can forget about um, what they're going through at the moment. They get to pick out whatever pajamas they want. Um, so they're like, all
0: so it's not just like here's my size. It's like a store. It's uh, absolutely so. I think there's some um, photos of that in the uh, montage in the beginning that we put together.
1: Correct, it's spread out on the table. It takes several volunteers um, during that event that day because we have to carry the supplies to get everything set up. So while they're shopping for some of the pajamas, after they come get their pajamas, they're able to go on another line where they pick out fresh popcorn and cupcakes, and then they go to a table that's full of brand new crafts. And it's like, a, it's an awesome event that they can forget about what they're going through for a little bit of time, and then um, they can enjoy themselves. Hey, and we also through. don't- When you say going oh,
0: when you say going through these aren't just like kids have just maybe broken arm in there for a weekend. This is this is these are kids that are going through cancer treatments and this sort of stuff. Am I correct?
1: Yeah, the, the children that we service, um, you know, have a wide variety of things that they're going through. Um, so what we try to do is not focus on, hey, what, what are you here for? Things of that nature. Yeah. We focus on, oh, my God, you are amazing. I'm so proud of you. What would you like? Um, what was your, what's your favorite thing? Do you like this sport? Do you like this? We want it again about them, not focusing on their illness or what they're going through. I want to get to know that individual and um, you'll be surprised what it means to that person. Because sometimes they get, you know, they get kind of upset. Well, everybody's just focusing on what I'm going through, or the disease, or the sickness. Right. They forgot that I'm, I'm still a little kid and I want to have fun. I love Nemo, you know, I love Elmo. So that's what we focus on, and I'm just, I'm just super proud of it. I mean, the yeah. joy that it brings,
0: and not just to is, them, right? but to their parents. As a parent, I can, I know when my son's happy, I get happy, and I can, I can see like where the power of that um, to. So and, uh, and the parents, uh, are they joining the kids in this or are the kids just coming down on their own?
1: No, the parents come down, the staff come down. Oh. Um, and we also don't forget about the parents there as well. Um, one of the things people um, have to remember, when people are going through an illness in the hospital, it takes a lot of funds. Um, sometimes people are using their last funds to get gas to come up there. Right. Um, they may not have enough money to, you know, have a, a decent lunch or a meal. So one of the other things besides providing a meal or a snack while they're there, we provide fresh bread and peanut butter and jelly that they can take up to their room. They take right. this fresh loaf of bread, peanut butter and jelly and can make um, and other snacks they can take up to their room and enjoy later on. Yeah, um, that's, that's an
0: interesting point. When you think of it's when you think of folks, uh, kids in hospitals, you don't always like the first thing that comes to mind isn't where their you know, financial stature is, you know, um, but everyone comes from a different economic background um, sure. that's getting treatment. And so that, uh, that's, you know, I, I mean, I'm just sharing my thought. Like I, when you, when I think of the hospital and the kids hospital, I think of our kids in cancer treatment or whatever, you know, I never even think about the different levels that they're coming from. Um,
1: Absolutely. And (laughs) and it makes a huge difference. And also during our Mother's Day event, we we celebrate the mothers, you know, we want them because we go in on Mother's Day. You got to remember, you know, the rest of the world is, you know, has this hype around Mother's Day, you're supposed to do this and that. And they forget that not all mothers are able to do that at this time, or their kids Mm -hmm. may not be well, or they may not have mothers. So during that time, they come down, um, the mother's able to receive a hot meal, fresh snacks, the kids can make a beautiful craft for Mother's Day for them. The mothers get to go away with a beautiful um, small token of appreciation. Some things that may be little um, personal hygiene products um, that we forget that when they're going to the hospital for an emergency, they forget certain things that they may need, as well as picking out these beautiful pajamas for their their, um, child and the joy Just in that moment of I'm picking up pajamas and then, hey, I have something special. My child made for me a beautiful craft and I'm going away with a sweet little token for Mother's Day. Um, It makes a huge difference.
0: It does. And and uh, yeah, just I mean, for the parents and for the kids, I can see the kid. because giving is a joy. We forget (laughs) that. And to be able to give mom something on Mother's Day when you're in the hospital. That's Mm got to be a joy for those kids. I'm curious, though. There's a lot of organizations that do similar things, but different. Uh, and I'm wondering if you partner with any other organizations, uh, you know, be it Second Helping Atlanta or, you know, you mentioned a couple like the uh, the um, Gateway and whatnot. But what are there any other nonprofit organizations you work with to like like you're saying like okay, we want to get hygiene projects to the parents. Well, you you might not be able to go and get you're you're already doing a book and PJ drive, but you can tap into uh, another organization that already has a collection of this sort of stuff and help funnel it.
1: Absolutely. And there have been um, many years that I've partnered with an organization, My Sister's Keeper, um, that comes and supports um, Dr. to Lois. And we partner together to host this amazing event at up. Um, I definitely work with different individuals. I am an individual that loves to work with the underdog. Um, people have to remember that the small nonprofits we may, may not have the large funding that these great foundations do, but we are in the trenches and we work so hard to stretch every dollar that we have in order to support our community and the needs of our community.
0: Yeah, that's no, very, it's, it's very true. Actually, the smaller ones do stretch it a little further because there's a lot of less overhead. <laughs> too, Absolutely. You know, but um, but that that's a, a, and that's and, you know, let's let's actually bring that to. How everyone watching can can help because you can go to dreamsoflois.org and make a donation. Uh, and speaking of that, if you have personal donations that are coming in, where does the funding? Are you are, are you getting grants? Are you getting money from foundations? Where's the money for the organization coming? Strictly from one source or many?
1: Um, right now, we have many sources. We have been able fortunate to receive um, many small grants. We also um, receive a lot of our donations through individuals and through our community. Um, that has been one of the ways. And with Dreams the Low is one thing that we're super proud of, that where your money goes, we're extremely transparent. So as soon as we, um, you guys get the donation, we definitely um, thank you guys. with a beautiful thank you note, things of that nature. But we post all the time where your money goes. If we say that we're donating them to pajama events, that's where they're going. So that you'll get to see hundreds of pajamas. You get to see the book donations. You get to see us in the trenches feeding these individuals. We post everything on our Instagram page almost instantly. The same day of the event, they go up um, and we, you can follow us on at um, dreams of Lois um, on Instagram. We post on Facebook almost instantly. So that way people can really understand that, hey, we're putting our your donations to good use and they're going exactly where they need to go into the community.
0: And of course, if you don't have the money or the funds to, to, to donate, you can always donate your time as well. Absolutely. It sounds like you probably could use that, too.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's the biggest. We do not um, put, uh, um, uh, you know, one over the other. I value all donations, whether yeah. it's your time, money or a, a good, because I, I feel like you're giving of yourself and that's what's most important. Absolutely, And we appreciate everything because it goes to good use. You know, you're you're helping us fund our our mother's dreams, which is always to help the community. And each time that we get donations and help the community, you know, people are living on. We're breaking generational curses, things of that nature. You're feeding into people's spirits. You're talking positivity into their life because you don't know what an individual is going to going through. And it's not on us to really judge that individual. We're just here to serve and help. Sometimes people just need to have that donation with no question asked, questions asked. And, you know, and that's what I, I take pride in. I just want to help and serve.
0: And your mother passing with uh, breast cancer at, at such a young age, as I can't even mm-hmm. imagine. Um, I'm curious, uh, what, what, a uh, are you doing specific things to help educate women about breast cancer and to you know get the youth to start thinking about getting checked and all this stuff preventative sort of stuff um yes
1: Um, i work um sometimes closely with my church to be able to give out information because people need to understand that um when you have a family history you are able to get certain services um, at an early age, for example, my mom passed away at 34. So at 24, I had the right to receive mammograms, um, ultrasounds of my breasts, to speak with an oncologist, things of all that things of that nature as preventative care. Um, people need to be educated in that area, especially, you know, um, women of color. They may, sometimes we get to the hospital and the doctor and they say, oh, you're okay. Don't worry about it. Wait till you get a little bit older. But in fact, your right is to start receiving services early because of your family history. Um, People knowing your family history and getting checked early is imperative to to, um, you surviving. Um, You know, I just have been very fortunate to have a great team of doctors that I work with at Emory um, that have been able to um, make sure that I'm following a certain path um, to make sure that I'm going through all the preventative care that I need. Um, also, you know, Dreams of Lois um, is also the proud recipient for the work that we do in the community of the Windship 80 Award. Um, they awarded 80 individuals that have been extremely instrumental to the growth of Windship 80 um, Center. And um, I revived myself. Dreams of Lois have been. Um, Selected as one of those individuals for the work that we're doing in the community and educating people on what their rights are with preventative care and things of that nature.
0: That is awesome. That's really, really, really wonderful. Um, it Thank makes you. a lot of sense, and I think it's just a it's a beautiful thing you've done to be able to take um, your mom's memory and uh, and activate that into helping others. Uh, and mm-hmm. and I, I imagine your daughters are going to be very successful in life because when you grow up. In this type of environment, not only seeing mom and dad being philanthropic and giving back to the community uh, with their time and sweat and all that, um, and I imagine your daughters uh, have learned a lot in participating and being your lead. So talk a little bit. So Dream Cloud Sleepwear, what is that that they're doing with that?
1: Um, Yes, my girls have been, again, like I said, so instrumental in the growth of Dreams of Lois and collecting because they are really the driving force. Uh They have to connect with the schools and all the community to collect all these pajamas. So, um, about a year or so ago, they were like, hey, you know, um, I want to start my own pajama company. And my husband and I are, are, are totally for entrepreneurship. Um, so they have started um, Dream Cloud Sleepwear. We are in the process of seeking mentors for their organization because we want to um, find pajama companies that are local and support other small businesses to help manufacture. Right now, I have some a couple of pieces that I wanted to share with you guys of Dream Cloud Sleepwear. Um, and just things that they have. Um, their logo has their face on it. It's two um, two little girls. Just wanted to serve their community. And what they're le- looking for is again mentorship because they want to support another small business. And for every pajama that they sell, they're going to donate uh, um, another pair of pajamas for the drink, the Lowest Cause.
0: Oh, I love it. I mean, I, well, I'm gonna. I just wrote something down to share with you after uh, because I, I just think that's a great idea you got going there. Thank Um, you. Wonderful. Well, as our time is kind of nearing an end here, uh, is there anything that maybe an event coming up or something that maybe you forgot to mention you wanted to mention?
1: Um, Absolutely. And I just want to um, let you guys know, I, you know, I was fortunate to be raised by, um, after I lose my mom, a strong father and I have a strong husband in my life. So we wanted to do something special for the fathers. So again, we partnered with Shoah, like I um, said earlier, and we had a huge um, Fathers Day event. Um, because both um, I'm you know, fortunate to have amazing, strong men in my life um, to let them know that, you know, even um, if just the drinks of your mothers um, are all what you have left, that you have people that care about you. So we have the um, donation for Father's Day at Choa. We have an event coming up next week with Atlanta Children's Shelter and we have book donations um, as well as we have sev- we have an event every month um so if you guys would like to get involved you can reach directly out to me through dreams um you'll definitely see our calendar on there and we're always looking for need uh, one of the biggest things that we have coming up is the event that we have in august where we're going to be sponsoring a mobile home park here in south atlanta and we'll be giving them back to school back to um, backpacks supplies things of that nature and snacks to go with them as well because you, you have to remember um These are just some of the events that I do, but I also, again, I like to go in the trenches. Um, Especially in summertime, a lot of kids that are in need are often forgot about. So you just coming and dropping off prepackaged snacks are going to help so many because a lot of we're fortunate to be able to go right into our refrigerator and pull out a snack and get everything we need. Unfortunately, a lot of families are not able to do so. So any donation um, definitely supports our cause. We're excited um, to take Dreams to Lowest to the next level. We really are um, looking forward to um, having a full-time staff um, and an overall operational budget where we can service not just hundreds of people a month. Our goal is to service thousands of people a month
0: now. Oh, I love it! I'd love to see uh, 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 this—the PJ, uh, you know—that the hospital, um, that special day happen, you know, simultaneously around the country. I can see it. I believe it, uh, and you'll get there.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much. And I received that blessing. I'm And I'm so, again, so fortunate for this opportunity to share my story with you, Seth. It yeah, has been well, a blessing. You know,
0: your story came to me. I, was, I, I like reading uh, the uh, different periodicals that get passed around in Decaturish, uh, Decatur, Georgia. Um, they did a nice article about you, and that's where I first uh, discovered you. Uh, and then you just were recently written up a nice article on what was it, you said?
1: Um, Voyage ATL. Their publication I mean, just came out right. a few days ago. And um, we're super excited about that article to share our story. We were also featured on um, 11 Alive, Fox 5, ABC News to share our story. And we just really want our story to get out there. Our goal is to service as many people as we can, but we can't do that without the community support.
0: That's right. Well, thank you for your time. Before I let you go, I always ask my guests to recommend, is there another nonprofit organization in town that you'd like to recommend to be featured on Coffee Connections?
1: Yeah, there are a couple of, um, again, I I mentioned uh, My Sister's Keeper, where I worked closely with them. And I also have a good friend of mine, um, Dominique Kennedy. Um, She's the author of Word Equity. And she is forming um, a connection, speech connections for individuals around the community that are able to um, afford services and some that are not able to. And she's doing amazing work. Through um, communication, so um, that is another person that you definitely is doing great things to look out for as well.
0: All right. Well, I appreciate the introduction. After I, I very much enjoyed talking with you, uh, folks. Again, go to dreamsoflois.org so you get that right. Uh, make a donation. Check out all the events coming up and volunteer. I'll bring your and I, I'm just gonna assume, but can we bring our kids to volunteer? Absolutely. Absolutely. It. Now you're going to see me volunteer at one of these. I like taking my sons to these type of things. Um, all right, folks. Uh, Ivory, thank you so much. Uh, I want to let everyone know coming up the rest of the month, thank we've you. got a busy one on the uh, next Tuesday. Trees Atlanta is going to be on the show that Thursday. Atlanta ADL will be here. Uh, and then the following week, the 24th, we've got One Hand Atlanta, and we're closing the month. Tuesday, 629, with Camp Twin Lake. So we've got a loaded season here in June. Stay safe, stay well, and thanks for listening.